Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are true stories sent in by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Hey, Gabbers. Hi. Welcome back to uh, episode two of season four. Yep. Uh, Hope that you are doing great and thanks for joining us. Well, we decided to take some submissions that were basically, am I the jerk? Yeah. Submissions. We all get in situations, some of us more than others, (laughs) depending on our personalities, depending on who we're interacting with, Yeah, where we ask ourselves, someone maybe gets mad at us, we get mad at someone else, Uh where we ask ourselves... Like, am I, am I the, the jerk? jerk? Am yeah. I the problem? It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. Yeah. And sometimes you want to know. Good. It, it's good. I think it's good for us. Yeah. If you have never asked yourself this, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to look inward. Yeah. Because <laughs> there, so, there will be a time. Every person has acted, not, not necessarily like a jerk, Yeah. but like everyone has made a decision that isn't the best, mm-hmm. you know, and that's just part of the human experience. Yeah. And so if you're like, I've never, ever wondered. If I'm the jerk, um, congratulations, you're a, an idiot. There's a, chance, <laughs> there's a chance you've missed several of these opportunities. Right. Um, but before we get into the actual submissions and we weigh in with our advice or our take on these issues, <laughs> do you have any someday you'll laugh about this moments? Um, well, it kind of goes back to the holidays. Okay. So I bought my husband this suitcase. <laughs> Allison's laughing because I told her this story already. <laughs> This was like in November, mm-hmm. the beginning of December. So I thought I had a, um, one of his bigger presents all taken care of. But when I bought it, it was on clearance mm-hmm. and it was sold as is. Mm-hmm. But I kind of rolled it around the aisle, making, I was like, it rolls pretty well and stuff. Okay, call it good. So I bought it. And then you I, know my husband when he listens to this. He's gonna like. He's gonna me. be like Brett. <laughs> Brett. Um, so I got <laughs> only home, because he's like. Just so don't buy the clearance as is, is suitcase that you, for someone that you can't return. Like you know what I mean. <laughs> he just gets so funny like that. Well, yes, obviously I have regrets. Yeah, because this is a someday I'll laugh about this moment. <laughs> um, so I hurried and hid it when I got home naturally, so that Spencer wouldn't see it, and I didn't pull it out or look at it. Uh huh. Because of that reason. So, and then I thought, I'll just wrap it up a couple, you know, a day before Christmas, a couple days before Christmas. So that's what I did. It wasn't until like two days before Christmas. I pull it out. I realized the zippers are like stuck. I mean, stuck, stuck. Stuck shut. Stuck shut. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's why this was on such a good sale. This is why it was as is. And I told Britt, there's probably a body inside. And I was like, if only. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I would. They would have to give you your money back. I would. They would have to give my money back. And maybe an episode of Dateline, I could like comment. Like, right. I can't believe when I walked out of the store. I found an, a severed arm. No, I actually would be horrified. You I would want, not be a good candidate I just to want find to severed body parts. I am joking around. Yes. And that would be terrible. Um. But no, the the metal on the zipper part, not like the teeth, but the actual mechanism, the metal like was somehow corroded. I don't know what would have, what happened, but it was so stuck. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, and you had what am I gonna do? You hadn't like tried out the zippers. No. Okay. I wheeled it around. Yeah. Thinking you were the main more issue about would the be the wheels. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really think that much about <laughs> the zippers. So I'm stressing out. I'm stressing out. I'm like down in my cold storage room freezing because I'm trying to be somewhere where like Spencer's not seeing me 
go through this weird process with like WD-40 mm-hmm. and needle nose pliers and yeah. stuff like that. And I start YouTubing like, what do you do with a stuck zipper? And it was showing you how you could take the zipper mechanism and replace it with something. And so I'm like off to the store. Off to the zipper store. No, for real. And I'm like, where do you buy zippers? Joanne. Yeah, I went to Joanne and I went to Walmart and neither of them had like the correct size. So then I start finding like old bags. I feel like they have like those little teeny little zippers for like a, you know, a little costume, not like the heavy Mm -hmm. duty zippers. Yeah, and I was like, where do I find heavy duty zippers? And it's also like, it's Christmas Eve Eve. I started like looking on Amazon and then I'm like, none of them will be here. None of them will be here on time. And it was already a zoo when I went out already just trying to track down more of these zippers. So... I just like fessed up to Spencer and I was like, come down here. Fessed up as if you like killed somebody well, and put a body in I there. I was just like, Spencer, I really wanted to get you this because you don't have a good rolling suitcase like this and we're going on a trip. And, and you I have was, back problems. Yeah. Sorry. And I was like <laughs> trying to be like, I really was thinking of you a lot and, but I should have unzipped it in the store to make sure the zippers worked. And he looks down and I've got like CLR <laughs> and goo gone. I'm like the weirdest stuff. Yeah. Tweezers, pliers, um, scissors. I started going around finding like old backpacks, seeing if any of their, <laughs> like in our house, seeing if any Your of kids go to go to school. They're like, what happened? <laughs> my backpack has been dismantled. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. Like not my kid's backpack, but I found like an old one of Spencer's in the back of his closet. Yeah. And, and you're like, they can use a safety pin. And I was to. like cutting the zipper mechanism out of that one to try on the new one. And then it was the wrong size still. Like the none of them were working. So yeah, I had to just be like, Spencer, I wanted this to give to you. And now I've just made a whole mess. Mm-hmm. Finally, one of the zippers that I was able to cut from, oh gosh, what did I cut it from? Something. I have been. I was able to fix it, but it was several days after Christmas. Oh, I didn't know you were able to fix it. I was it. able to fix it. Okay. I mean, we're going to have to just proceed with caution we can't yank it willy-nilly crazy in the meantime you could find maybe i can go on amazon now right but i was just like oh my gosh and i was getting teary-eyed and spencer was like it's fine it's fine i was like this was like one of the bigger parts of the present i mean thankfully your husband is not like he's not a big gift gift giver gift giving is not like his love language and or would you like i mean what would you say his love language is um service and time yeah so i would it's not you know it'd be different if it was somebody who just like me different with you um i just said that i admitted (laughs) it um and you might be like okay and it sounds bratty but i promise it's not it sounds like the brattiest of all the love languages but (laughs) it's just how it is it's a good thing he's just kind of like he was the one telling you don't get me anything yeah he always does tells yeah, you, don't, get like, me don't get me anything all this yeah and so i was just like look at this and it was like yeah covered in cotton balls that were trying to hold clr onto <laughs> these like areas that were stuck never mind the zipper <laughs> this thing's covered in grease at this point <laughs> it does have a little bit of a weird smell because <laughs> it's, it's gonna get flagged chemical- it's gonna get flagged wor- they're gonna think I'm he actually, has a fertilizer bomb in there i'm worried about it actually yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to Febreze that. Because <laughs> I did, yeah. There's, he's like, we have even more powerful powerful stuff than WD-40 in the garage. Yeah. I'll go get it. So we've that's been on there. It's just been So there's a, a whole, very strong chemical smell. So I'm worried about it. But, that's hilarious. Oh, so yeah, I'm, I guess we're laughing and I'm hoping that, yeah, we don't get TSA being and like And you know what? This, At least it wasn't your kid's gift. Like, again, yeah. it's your spouse. Like, you things can, happen. You can pull you them into the storage room and explain it all. Yeah, but, you know... <laughs> When I was three, um, Britt and I got Zach Morris cell phones. <laughs> yes. And um, fake ones. Fake Oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely fake ones. <laughs> My mom didn't even have a cell phone at that point. Fake little toy Zach Morris cell phones. And when I got mine, the buttons were like, like not working quite right and we have a video of my mom explaining what happened and prancer 
It fell off the sled and Prancer stepped <laughs> on it mm-hmm. and kind of had, you know, prancing around yeah, as he does. As the, how he got his name. And, um, <laughs> as Prancer will prance. And, um, <laughs> anyway, so I don't know how I was decided to be the one to get the broken phone. Um, cause like they were the exact same. <laughs> Probably because I was the littlest and, and most maybe, oblivious. Maybe, well, yeah. I w- like if you're kind of if you got a three year old, yeah, three or four year old, and like a five six, then and you're like, okay, one of them's gonna like kind of notice, and one of them will notice mostly, right? Then give it to the right. one that's like la la la. I'm three, yeah. You know? <laughs> but I mean, my but face, you still remember. I remember. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Are, do those home movies do more bad than good? <laughs> <laughs> you would never know. You would never have remembered. So. Let's get into our topic, Am I the Jerk? You know, I, I had a situ- I've had some situations now where a lot of it depends on what your phase of life is. Yeah. Because I had an instructor, a fitness instructor, have to bring her child to her class. Okay. So then she's like, well, if anybody else's kids are here, like, just bring them in. And this woman, like, another day was like, have you gone back? I'm like, yeah. And she's like... Did she bring her kid again? Maybe I shouldn't include this. I don't know if she listens or not. And I was kind of like, oh, no, not since. And she's like, well, that bugged me. Mm-hmm. And this lady that was saying this was like older, like yeah. a grandma. And so I think in her phase of life, she doesn't have kids. She doesn't have to worry about it. And she's forgotten. Yeah. How hard it is. How hard it is. And like all of a sudden, something falls through and you have to teach and you have to take your kid. Yeah. And so in that situation, I'm more relating to the phase of life that the teacher's in. And uh-huh. so I'm looking at the lady going, She's the um, jerk. She's the jerk. But maybe um, another lady who totally relates to the participant would see like, it and how say, how unprofessional. We are paying for this. Correct. And like maybe she's like, I don't have a ton of money and I pay for this gym membership and I go to this class and mm-hmm. I expect to, to not have little kids running around. You know, I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But and there's I, so I many scenarios where, I like that. I think that's where the question, am I the jerk, comes from. Mm-hmm. Is because everyone has reasons why they act a certain way. Right. So it's like – could this be possibly my bad? Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, so both people could be considered the jerk a lot of times in these situations. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends the, on. I think it's the bottom line. Right. But you and I will call each other with situations and be like, am I? And unfortunately, typically, we're both just like, no, no, you're not. You <laughs> yeah. are so justified. Maybe get someone who doesn't care about your feelings to ask <laughs> these questions too. Well, do you have one that you want to get started with? From a listener. Sure. Okay. Unless you have one of your own. But like I said, I'm like, I'm hesitant to share because I almost don't want to rehash anything that right. maybe someone has forgotten about. We'll start <laughs> off with a less complicated one. Okay. This listener said, am I the jerk? I don't take my shoes off at my in-laws and I'm the only one. I know it's socially taboo, but here's why. They have two dogs. They shed like crazy. And her mother-in-law does not clean up her floors or carpet well. So there's dog hair everywhere. She said, I used to take my shoes off, but my socks would get covered in dog hair, and then I'd put my socks in my shoes, Uh and it would take so long to get all that hair out of her shoes. Gross. And she said she thinks it's very gross, just like you. (laughs) She said, am I the jerk for still keeping my shoes on while I am there? So I asked her, "Are there? is this a specific, like, no shoes household? My house Mm -hmm. is pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And my brother-in-law has said not – to me, but he has said like he thinks it's weird when people have a sign 
Yeah. Oh, I think the sign's the best way. So do I, because I should get one. It because takes... otherwise I'm like, can you guys just kick your shoes off really quick? Mm-hmm. I try to be like chill about it. But mm-hmm. no matter what, like you're not chill because you're asking. I'm so relaxed, but can you remove those germ infested? Yes. <laughs> and so he said like those signs, he feels like they're kind of like uptight. So anyway, I asked her like, is this a household where the mom's like everybody's shoes off? And she said they've never asked her, but everyone else takes them off when they're in there, like her yeah. husband and their whole family. And she said she wants to emphasize it doesn't matter the weather outside, she keeps them on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she might be going in, in there with wet boots. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not taking them off. Oh, I don't I don't think she's a jerk. Okay. Um, do you think she is? No, she has her reasons. Uh-huh. But what I think the problem is, is her mother-in-law doesn't know the reasons. So her mother-in-law so, might think she's a jerk. Yeah. But here's the thing. If she tells her the reason, it might, might become it. off jerky again. Yeah. Because it's like, well, your dog hair. And she's like, oh, you're saying I don't have a clean house? Yeah. So. I guess my- not since people are wearing their shoes in here. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's my thought. Buy you some slippers that you keep in your car. <laughs> That are your mother-in-law's house, house slippers. slippers, meaning when you go to your mother-in-law's house, you put them on. Uh-huh. And then when you leave, they go back in your car and you keep the little furry, fuzzy, dirty, hairy slippers. and Just in the glove box or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, that could be a solution. So you're not tracking in mud and but stuff. But that's a pain to have to change your shoes. Yeah. And have like specific like, – I would feel stupid if someone had specific Brit's house slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? <laughs> I don't know if I'd notice. Maybe I was just like, holy crap, they wear those a lot. Yeah, she loves her slippers. slippers. Oh, I honestly think she's okay. No one's ever said, no one's ever been like, even, even, even saying, why do you always keep your shoes on? No one's even said that. Right. So I'm saying, I feel like you are good to go, If they do, okay. If they do, just be like, I have really smelly feet. I'm doing you a favor. Britt has her solution, which is just keep rolling with it. Mine is get a whole new wardrobe. (laughs) Bring the bag with the slippers that is specifically designed for the mother-in-law's house. Uh This listener said that they were at Knott's Berry Farm with some friends, and this random little girl starts following them around. She starts annoying two of the girls in their group, and it was just really weird and she had no idea who she was and where she came from and she looked maybe nine so like where are her parents exactly yeah exactly. well if she's that annoying they're like just go over there yeah with that family we need a break you have a new family now cammy just give mom a minute <laughs> so when she's when she this this person who's writing in so when she sees that she starts bugging our group she says to her you need to go find your family you're being annoying <laughs> oh she straight up says it okay <laughs> Sometimes it's easier to say that kind of stuff to like a total stranger. Well, absolutely. Stranger kid. Um, And her kids say, mom, you are so mean. You can't talk to kids like that. You're going to love a mom like that someday. (laughs) Okay. She goes, I totally felt justified though. I was standing up for my kids and I told her to pound the pavement. But was I being a jerk? (laughs) What do you think? Oh my gosh. I can definitely see myself doing the first part of that sentence. Hey, you, hey, need, you need to go, go find, find your family. family. Like, I can't be responsible for you. Right. Like, do you need me to help find your, your family? Yeah. Like, what does your mom look like? What's she wearing? Yeah. Let's like, let's get this taken care of. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I, but I think she's wondering if what she is saying is when the she's jerk. Like, You're being annoying. I mean, sometimes kids receive those things better when it comes from someone else. Because how many times have you told your kids like, oh, guys, you're being annoying. Stop. You're being obnoxious. Stop, 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 Mm -hmm. stop, stop. But if some stranger's like, you're being annoying, they're like, whoa, Whoa. I really am being annoying. Uh Uh-huh. So maybe she did her a favor in the long run. Yeah. She's going to be more self-aware. Yeah. She's like, listen, this kid's got to hear it sometime. Yeah. Might as well be by a stranger. 
at Knott's Berry Farm. So you, yeah, I don't think that you're a jerk for shooing the girl away. Maybe a little jerky for telling her she's annoying, <laughs> but maybe you did her a favor. Yeah, maybe I'm not she's going to be like, mom and dad, yeah. some lady told me I was an- I was annoying. Is that true? Well, well, we've been meaning to have that conversation. Or why, why do you, you think you got times. lost, yeah. daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Quote unquote lost. Yeah. We lost you. Um, no, that is hilarious. But some, but you know what? They're, you're also kind of um, overly stimulated in those situations. Yes. And, oh, 100%. and so you're more likely to just say something like off the cuff mm-hmm. that maybe you normally wouldn't say to a child. I have a, You'll never see her again. I have a scenario that happened to me around the holidays, and I, huh? It's I actually was going to be my someday you'll laugh about this moment. Okay, but it kind of I guess falls into this because I thought these guys were jerks. So it's not busy. It's the hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. It's the week of before Christmas ish, and there were these guys, and they were probably in their you know mid to late twenties, mm-hmm. and they were grabbing one of those big popcorn tins from a middle display. Okay. And as he grabbed it. Put it it back. No one wants it. (laughs) (laughs) They're not going to eat the third flavor. (laughs) Whatever the third third flavor flavor is. They won't eat it. It's always gross. And I'm totally joking because we've received those in the past and my kids eat them. My do they do. I'm just joking around. (laughs) Who needs a five-gallon bucket size of popcorn? Um, and then we put ornaments in the leftover that's holiday good, tins. That's a good So you guys send them over to me. Solution. Um, anyway, so these guys are like, you know, they look like they're a little last minute frantically. Okay. I mean, okay. we are if you're buying those. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, so he goes to <laughs> Again, grab send it. Us them all. Send them all of us. He goes to grab it and like, it starts like slipping out of his hand and it okay. kind of like slams into the cart, like into the grocery cart as I was like walking past. So, so it slams into your cart. No. The, the big tin oh. went flying into his own cart. Oh, like, okay. As he was like trying to. I've been like, awesome. So I. was I, like, dude, perfect. I was like, it wasn't that high. It wasn't that cool. <laughs> I was passing right when it happened. So I kind of like jumped like, whoa, because mm-hmm. the can went flying. And I was joking. And this is my problem. I assume that everyone knows, knows my personality. Joking. And I've actually had two friends who became very good friends that said that when they first met me thought I was mean because I was being <laughs> funny and they didn't know that I was mm. being funny. If people don't know you're being funny, are, are you being, being funny? funny? <laughs> exactly. Well, they just don't know my personality yet is what I like to say. And so I said, whoa, settle down. It's just popcorn. <laughs> and I laughed. I laughed yeah. so they could know it was a joke. I was like, huh? And their mouths were agape. Like they were like, <laughs> and then I left my body. I think because I touched his arm. What? Did you come back and was like, you know, I'm joking, man. Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I said, break it down for us, please. Okay. So he goes, so they're just like, like side eyeing with their mouths open, like continue to kind of watch as I pass. Cause I just said it in passing. Yeah. So I stopped my cart and I turned around. I'm like, I'm kidding. And I touched like his bicep area. (laughs) I'm like, it was like my arm was moving and I'm like, come back. And then he like looked down at his arm. Like what? In the this actual jerk lady is, is, touch, touch, is laying hands on me. First, she's yelling at me about popcorn, and I was like, "No, I was. Oh my gosh, I was trying to be <laughs> funny and like light, make light of the fact that they seemed stressed and were throwing popcorn everywhere." <laughs> and then, and then I touched his arm, <laughs> and so I know right now somewhere in an office or somewhere in a house that I am being talked about as this jerk lady was like, "Settle down, it's just popcorn." And then she tried, and to then she tried sexually to- harass me yes. in the aisle. <laughs> yes. I need to stop trying to joke around with strangers. And just move on. Move along. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you've had any that are like, am I the jerk situations? 
are you, are you doing that because you think I have one? Mm-hmm. What is it? You'll know it when I say it. Start saying it. The fast lane thing. Oh, well, like how I will just stay in yeah. the fast lane. And I, I don't go the speed limit in the fast lane just to be a jerk. I will go fast. I'll go like 10 over. But mom always taught me it doesn't matter you move if someone's going faster, but you're like, no, I'm not. I'm already going five to I'm, 10 I'm over. I'm going 10 over. So I'm not who's moving. The, who's this idiot behind me? Yeah. Going to get everyone killed. <laughs> it's so she'll So stay. let's just slow him down she'll a like, little bit. riding my A. Yeah. And I- <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture. It'll last longer back there. She's flipping them off. I'm just <laughs> kidding. So I would love for our gabbers to weigh in. Okay. This listener says, am I the jerk? We live very close to her in-laws. Like we can walk there. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, all the other kids and their families live anywhere from an hour and a half to across the country. Okay. So she says, keep in mind that she's aware of their close proximity and that it was our choice to be so close. That's because we want our children to have a close relationship with their grandparents. But it's hard because they expect us to show up anytime anyone comes into town, including changing any plans we currently had already planned. Mm-hmm. We're very supportive and are happy to go to family events, even when we have traveled quite a distance for certain things. In return, we have not expected anyone to show up at our big events because we get that people have lives and don't live close. The thing that she's struggling with is the fact that if any of the kids want to go on a vacation, her in-laws drop everything to travel quite a distance for those Mm, certain things. To go watch them. Or they even pay their own way to drive or fly. Wow. Wow. Uh, Both of us. Wow. Yeah. Um, Every time we've ever asked if they could come watch our kids either at our home or at theirs so they could go on a vacation as a couple – They will only help on the weekend. Mm -hmm. They ask us to find someone else to watch our kids during the week. Since they're close enough to work, they will not take it off. It's just so hard knowing that they will do that for anyone else, but not us because we are so conveniently close. They also always joke how we are their favorites because we live so close. (laughs) If I was your favorite, you'd watch my kids. (laughs) She goes, just when she thought things couldn't get worse, we planned a vacation over set dates that they knew they wouldn't have to take off work for. They scheduled it four months in advance. Wow. Three weeks before they left town, she was going through an itinerary that she was going to leave with the grandparents of mm-hmm. like, you know, Bobby has soccer, mm-hmm. this is time, what time school starts, blah, blah, blah. So her mother-in-law informs her that those are not the dates she was watching my kids, but a week before that. Oh. So somehow some wires got crossed. Okay. So now she can't watch their kids because she was flying out to visit another child oh, out boy. of town. Oh, boy. When they pointed out that she had promised us first, she said she couldn't just not go see this child she promised she would fly out to see. You mean like you promised them? Yeah. Then the cherry on top, two weeks later, they paid for and took a trip to Disneyland for another child and their (gasps) family. Oh. How much long later? Two weeks later. Oh, my gosh. At this point, their kids are caught. Have, their kids have caught on and asked why their grandparents did fun stuff with all the other grandkids. I'm trying to understand what everyone shows loves differently. Am I the jerk for thinking that they are being extremely unfair? Absolutely not. No. It would be one thing if they were like utilizing them for babysitters. Like, hey, I work and my, my grandma watches me every Tuesday and Thursday, and yeah. like that kind of stuff starts to be like, well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna go watch the, and take someone to Disneyland out of state. Because I, I do this. Yeah. But I think sometimes what happens is the person that is close and that they just take the brunt. Like uh-huh. they, they end up getting like the crumbs. Mm-hmm. And so maybe you should move away. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Because you want your kids your to have this. Your solution is to move. You want your kids to have this close relationship with them. Mm-hmm. But why? 
I don't know. I'm not the best with my boundaries, so I'm not one to talk. Maybe maybe the in-laws are like, we give them Sunday dinner every week. Maybe. Yeah. They're like, well, we live so close. We go to every single one of their soccer games. Right. We, we have them over for Sunday dinner every week. So I don't get to see my California grandkids. So that's why we're going to go to Disneyland. Right. And the problem there, though, is kids don't see it that way. Right. Of course, they love you going to their soccer games and they love you being there. Mm-hmm. But when they see you take other kids to Disneyland and pay for it or the fact that she was like, well, I already booked to go see this other kid. It's like, well, so wait a minute. Even if you did think it was the week before, you were going to take like three weeks weeks in a row to go see this other kid my guess is that she completely forgot about this other yeah commitment commitment, which unfortunately no we don't think that you're the jerk um but we don't don't, we don't have a great solution for you either no and i don't know that they think they're being jerks i don't think that i think they for whatever reason think it's even and if your kids are noticing that's a great segue to bring it up to them Mm -hmm. you could straight up have your husband since it's his parents (laughs) or you say Hey, I just wanted to let you know that mm-hmm. our kids are starting to notice some of these things and it, and I think it hurt them. Or you could just take the conflict avoidant route like I was talking about earlier, mm-hmm. the drastic one and move <laughs> out of state uh-huh. and see what happens. See if yeah. you start getting taken places and if they fly out to see you and if they don't, well, then there's a favorite and you're yeah. not it. <laughs> this listener said, "She can't stand either of her sisters-in-law." And asked, does that make me the jerk? Like, because I... There is a common denominator. Right. And and it's you. Um, <laughs> but you need to give us the reasons why. And she did, at least for one. Okay. Oh, yeah. She did she, for, for both. both. Okay. So she said her first sister-in-law is only 19. She said... That's young. Yeah. My husband and I were going out of town and we needed someone to watch our six-month-old puppy for us for roughly 36 hours. Specific. <laughs> they had a puppy too, and and we often had the pups play together, spend the days together. I asked her if they'd be willing to watch our dog for those thirty six hours, and she said, "I don't know. Let me think about it." She didn't get back to me for like four days until I finally said, "I'll pay y'all fifty dollars to watch her," and then she said, "Okay, yeah, we can do that." <laughs> okay, so that sister in law one numero uno. Okay, her next sister in law, she said, from South America, and is. What she would describe as Latina fire. Nice. So lots of sauce. Can be a lot of fun. Yeah. Just don't want to be on the wrong end of that. Exactly. She said she is always late and we always have to wait for her before we can do anything. Dinner's at five. They don't show up until six. Now my dinner's cold and I'm royally annoyed, but I have to act like it's no big deal. We're almost expected to cater to her needs slash ideas and I'm real tired of it. Maybe it's just because I grew up different where you just serve your family when they're in need and you don't ask anything in return and you're also punctual and think of how <laughs> your actions can affect others, even if it's a cultural thing yeah, to be late. To be late. So she wants to know if she's the jerk because she dislikes or <sighs> gets, irritated. gets irritated by both of them. You know, it's – yes. I mean, no, no, she's not the jerk. I understand getting right. irritated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she probably needs to – especially with the second one, with the dinner thing. Yeah. One of two things. This is what Britt and I always say. You either change your expectation mm-hmm. or you change the situation. So you either say, I'm going to demand that we eat earlier. Yeah. I'm going like, to dinner's say. Dinner's getting cold. I'm a three-year-old that's hungry in yeah. the corner. Let's eat. They they can get a plate when they get here. Yeah. So you either need to be willing to do that, which uh-huh. is bold and it's difficult. Or um, or you tell yourself, they are never here on time. I'm not showing up until that time then. Yeah. I'm going to eat a snack. 
Yep. So then I'm not, I'm not hungry. And then I'm going to show up and have my food ready at 5.30 or 6, 30 mm-hmm. minutes to an hour later because mm-hmm. I absolutely know that's what's going to happen. Or, and then you're not disappointed repeatedly. Yeah. Because you keep showing up on time every time because that's what you do and that's mm-hmm. what you were raised to do. Well, and option number three, you start telling that sister and brother-in-law that the dinner is at f- um, four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say we're getting together at four to eat. Yep. Early Sunday dinner. Mm-hmm. They'll show up at five when everyone else shows up. Mm-hmm. And there you go. It'll be perfect. Love that. That's manipulation in its finest. I don't think it's a bad idea. You think it's bad? The only problem that happens then is then if they happen to talk to another family member prior to be like, hey, I'm bringing the beans. Can you bring the gravy? Uh-huh. Um, they might be like, yeah, we're supposed to be there at five, right? And then they would be like, no, Sheena told me four. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. So you have to have everybody on the same page. But then if they ever find that out, that's they're going to be mad. mad. They're going to be like, then, what? I would just say, well, it was really tough to not have you guys show up. So we decided to start telling you guys an hour early. And look at everyone's happy now. And I'm not hangry. And everyone loves me more now because <laughs> I came up with this idea. And it's working. Yes. <laughs> As far See, as, as, far as the dog. On. Oh, the dog situation. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thing, okay? I think, like she said, she was raised in a family where you just do each other favors, mm-hmm. like no matter what, you know, but not everyone was raised that yeah. way. And some people are like, oh, they're trying to, they're asking me this huge favor. How dare they? Here's my thing. If you're going to be willing to offer the $50 and you can't be mad when they accept it because you offered $50. And that's what my husband has to remind me of. So don't I'm not going to act like I'm perfect at it. But, you know, like if if, if you're going to be like, well, I'll do this for you. And then they're like, okay, you can't be like, ah, oh, yeah, no, you, you offered, right? Yeah. And, and what you can do if you feel like, oh, they're not willing to do us any favors unless we pay for it. You might have to do a little more follow up. Like, hey, did you decide on on whether or not you can watch our dog that weekend? And if they're still like, I don't know, I don't know. Then you say, okay, I've got to figure something else out because mm-hmm. they don't want to do it. Right. And, and they should, right? In a perfect world. world. In the perfect world, we want to help each other out and we want to do favors for each mm-hmm. other. But some people are more transactional type of people. Like they don't want to yeah. be like, well, I did this for you and now you can do this for me and now I did this for you and you can do this for me. Some people are like, pay me 50 bucks and I'll do it and we'll call it good. Yeah. And then I don't have to be like, oh, well, since I watched your, your dog. dog. Yeah. Yeah. But but now it's 48 hours. <laughs> you right. Know? And they're like, well, they only watch mine for 36. 36 hours. This listener says, the, this most recent Thanksgiving was a little different for them. One brother moved away, and her other brother and his wife were having a baby the week of Thanksgiving. So she knew that, and she invited her parents to come with them to the in-laws for Thanksgiving dinner a few weeks in advance. She goes, she didn't want them to be alone on Thanksgiving. I get that. And we've done that before. Like, maybe my mom will come with us to Spencer's family or Andy's mm-hmm. family. So her in-laws called them to invite them to help them feel more comfortable. Right. Instead of just being like, do you want to come to my house, my my in-laws house? Yeah. They call and said, hey, we'd love for you to join. invite them. That's really nice. Mm -hmm. So the day before Thanksgiving, she she calls again and asks if they are coming because she didn't get a solid yes or no. Mm -hmm. And her mom tells her that she wants to come, but her dad doesn't really. And she says this happens often. And she thought that in the end, they would decide to come at the last minute. Dinner's happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And plus, Dad, do you really want to sit home by yourself yeah. on Thanksgiving? So dinner was at 2, and she'd still not been given a straight answer. Oh, my goodness. At that point, you're just like, whatever. Yeah. Let them be. Give them something that is superfluous to the meal mm-hmm. to bring, and if they bring it, great. Mm-hmm. So she texts her at 2.06 and gets no response. So she they, texts her mom. Uh-huh. So they sit down to dinner at 2.30, and the uncle-in-law is just flabbergasted that they didn't come. Oh. I also feel like I got stood up yeah. by my parents for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
But then a tiny part of her wonders if she should have just gone um, to be with them for Thanksgiving. But then the logical part of her is like, you did want them in Thanksgiving and they chose not to be with you. Mm -hmm. So she recognizes that they probably didn't see it that way, but I'm not the jerk, right? No. You don't think so? You think she's the jerk? No, no. The oh. only the only thing I guess, like she said, the only I, I think it's awesome that she's basically weighing both things and, yeah. and being aware enough to be like, but maybe I should have just said, you know what, this year we're going with my parents because they're all alone. Yeah. But because your family members moved away and things like that, that's not your ultimate responsibility to make sure your parents have something to do yeah. on Thanksgiving. Like mm-hmm. nobody else can. So if you already went with them last yeah. year. No one else like planned their baby around it so their parents wouldn't be alone for Thanksgiving. <laughs> like come on. Like well, <laughs> you can kind of control that, right? In advance. <laughs> like don't – like. Don't do it. Don't have your baby before Thanksgiving. No, I just am saying like, I understand. I think it's good that she's like, well, maybe the maybe they were frustrated with me because they, I, they knew I was going to be alone, and they just said, you can come with us, I guess, if you want. Right. Um, this listener wrote in, and she said, "Am I the jerk for making my husband put the kids to bed after he is exhausted from the workday?" No. No. <laughs> uh, no. We're biased, but no. no. Um. Guess what? We're all tired. Yeah. We're all exhausted. And some days you have to put the kids to bed. Other days you don't. Sometimes you do it together. Mm-hmm. And well, I don't know. Does, does he make you feel like a jerk? I, I, it doesn't sound like it, but she probably is internalizing it as we do as women. Uh-huh. When you're a mom, and especially like if that's your main gig, right? Mm-hmm. It is a it is a 24-7 revolving door of the same. Like yeah. it just blends. Uh-huh. It's a different kind of exhaustion. Even though he's exhausted from the work day, this is a different task now. This yeah. is a different environment now. Yeah. Whereas you're not changing that. They're going off doing something else, working mm-hmm. hard, no doubt. Yeah. But then they come home and it's different. They've had their mm-hmm. drive home. They've yeah. done their thing. A little reset. I like adore my husband and I have very rarely felt like super guilty if he's like doing the dishes after his quote unquote long day. Yeah. Maybe I'm a feminist. I don't know. <laughs> but he comes home and I'm mowing the lawn and I'm shoveling the driveway. Yeah. And I don't think he's like, oh, I feel bad because she's yeah. been. And it's just like we're all just working together. Yeah. There's stuff that has to be done. Yeah. And we all have got to just put our shoulders to the wheel. And if you are tapped out, if you were at capacity, mom, mom mm-hmm. who sent this in. Yeah. You are not going to be the parent to put them to sleep. You're going to freak out. There have been days where my husband has said, go upstairs. Yeah. And just because I'm on edge Uh because I'm done with them. Yeah. And he's like, I got it. I got it. Because I've just got nothing left for them. Like no more patience or Mm – and so I'm not going to have like a cute bedtime moment with them. And I don't (laughs) – you know, we're not having like cute stories and songs. I'm like, get in bed, you know. (laughs) And so – I think if your husband's cool with it and he's not making you feel guilty about it or saying anything, no, take that guilt you off gotta, yourself. Mm-hmm. And then on the nights you do decide you have enough, then you can be that cute little bedtime mom. Let's do story time. Let's do singing time. Let's do the things. Yeah. Okay. Um, this listener said, am I a jerk for sticking up for myself and my husband when it comes to family boundaries? No. However. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm just kidding. Um, it kind of depends on how. Mm-hmm. Did she elaborate? No. Okay. Kind of depends on how, and it kind of depends on what. Yes, I was gonna say my biggest thing is pick your battles, mm-hmm. like a hill that you're, you're willing, willing to, to die, die on. on. So, like, let's say you have a boundary where you feel like a family member, like this, like it's serious. Yeah. Like a family member is like too touchy filly with a kid. Yeah. You know, like if there's something that you're like is really giving you the mom intuition mm-hmm. and you've got to do a boundary, right. go for it. But if it's more like, you know what, I'm not going to do X, Y, Z because I get exhausted by it. You can say that, but then you have to be able to contribute a little bit. Yeah. You know, so there's there's different styles and types 
because mm-hmm. we all have to do things we don't want to do, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I admire. Oh, yeah. If I admire. People can, like, stick to their guns. Yeah, that can just you know, stand up for themselves, stand up for others. It's a, it's a great talent. So if mm-hmm. you, if that, that sounds like maybe someone you are, this yeah. girl, way to go you, way right. to go. But understand that just to check it before you wreck it. Right. You well, know? And I think Allison, like we're coming from this place where, you know, we, we are yes people. Mm-hmm. And so we say yes when other people say no, and then we end up doing double work. And so I think that's part of where we're coming from. Totally. So, so don't, don't not stick to your guns. Yeah. If, if it's if it's a more serious boundary, then absolutely stick to your guns mm-hmm. <laughs> and do it for me. Yeah, because I won't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, thanks for letting us weigh in. And you know what? Nobody, none of you are jerks. We came to the conclusion. If you're listening to us, you couldn't be. You just no, couldn't you, be. We know. We know no gabbers but would be jerks. If you're listening to this, and then some come to mind, and you want to send them in to our Instagram, which is gabfest underscore gals. We can just screenshot them anonymously and throw them up and we can have our gabbers weigh in yeah. on am I, the jerk? am I the jerk and just kind of see what people think. So obviously the more information, the better so we can get a good pulse on the situation. Yeah. But um, thanks for gabbing with us and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. I went to get back in my car. Yeah. Hurriedly because I had just flashed somebody. <laughs> and when I went to, I looked down and saw there was a bunch of vomit. Someone had thrown up. Oh. I worked out a little too hard. I have vomited in a parking lot before, Allison. Yeah. yeah. Preaching to the choir here. And then you, what do you do? You don't clean it up, you drive away. <laughs> and I realized when I got out of my car, I didn't notice that. And I bet uh-huh. I stepped in it. And if a man, 10 years my senior, yeah. is like, settle down, it's just popcorn, I'd be like, roll, eye roll. roll. And uh-huh. then if he touched my arm, I'd be like, pepper spray. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. so I'm the jerk. It. I she think I'm it. the jerk. The queen of the highway. Uh, yeah. And we're the sorry people. Yeah, exactly. I'm not a sorry person. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shame on me if you fool me once. Shame, Shame on you if you fool me twice. It's the other way. Shame on you if you fool me once. Shame on me if you fool me yep. twice. Yep. You've been a pretty hard case to crack. Should've known better, but I didn't, and I can't go back. Oh, life goes on. What is this song? Because I know every word. It is Leanne Rhymes. And you can't go back. You know that song that says, coming in hot, like a fajita? Yeah. My little boy was like, can we listen to that cover in hot, the burrito one? Close. So it's he, actually really he close. calls it covering hot. Covering hot. Like a burrito. Like a burrito. This is yes. the slide monitor on an adult level. <laughs>